just felt awkward. And I think when you're put in a position where you're almost like backed into a corner, you're like, how do I answer this question? Like, yeah. as they feel protected, now you are exposed. Like, but I chose to do this and I love what I do is my like religious practice. Like, why do you feel sorry for me? Listen, I don't know many black architects, but who can I tell you that you're gonna be the next black mm-hmm. architect? Hi everyone, and welcome back to the One to One Hundred Architecture Podcast, um, where we delve into everything architecture and design related. And I am here with Cindy, Naomi, Bethany, and Mandy. And um, today we're going to talk about microaggressions um, and how to deal with them. Um, so just to like go straight into it, it's always best to define the term. So microaggressions is defined as the everyday subtle in, um, intentional and oftentimes unintentional interactions or behaviors that communicate some sort of bias towards historically margin- marginalized groups. So they can be verbal, behavioral, or like even environmental. So with like, let's say with verbal, it's like mispronouncing like someone's name um, and just or saying it like, oh, it's just too difficult to say. And then behavioral is like basically treating someone differently just because, I don't know, let's say you're not, you've not been around like a certain race, so you act a different way towards them. Um, environmental could be like, so excluding people of color from like executive positions um, or not offering accessible facilities or like um, or like into like buildings like you know with like disabled facilities or even um, I can say with my situation um, at work we have we don't have a prayer room we only have like a wellness room and um, the wellness room is very small <laughs> And it's like literally, and also like Muslims have to pray like in a certain direction. Um, and there's literally like a bed and there's a door and then there's like a, sh- like a bunch of like, like a shelving cabinet. And like, thankfully the prayer direction was towards the door. If it was anywhere else, like I wouldn't have been able to pray there. And it was the fact that like, I can't just say like, oh, it's because, um, I don't know, let's say like, I'm probably like one of the only Muslims in the practice. Like they should be aware of that. Like especially as an like you know like as an architectural practice, you should kind of like need to know. I'd have to say like as in you need to you're designing for certain, for for certain groups out there and, and for like in different environments. So, it's important for you to be aware even within your pro- own practice, so your own biases and your own like the design of your own space. Um, but yeah, like with my first question, um, are there any like microaggressions that you guys have faced? It could be even like outside the workplace or like, um, or out or inside. So, anyone? <laughs> um, <laughs> I think Mandy. Yeah. yeah. Now I remember when. So, oh god, I don't. Okay, I'm not gonna throw any names. Um, but when I was working somewhere, um, I was the only black person in my workplace as you do you know minority and all of that but um so the guy was like he was like (laughs) he was talking to me so he was like my senior at work right and he was talking to me but he was like you know when somebody's they're not looking at you they're looking up so like i was thinking like (laughs) do i have something on my head like i don't know i don't know my do my eyebrows look funny like what is it that this guy is looking at and then he just stopped in the middle of the conversation he was like how did you do that? And I was like, do like do what? He was like, like your hair like that. How did you do that? I was like, are we not talking about the project? Like, wh- why did, why is my hair come into this? I don't understand. Did it look messy? Like, I'm just so confused. And um, he was just like, um, no, it's because like, I've just, you know, I'm just really intrigued when I see people do that. And I'm just like, so you've seen it before you know I'm, like I'm wearing braids why are you asking me why didn't you ask every other person you saw wearing braids the same question like you obviously developed a certain level of comfortability non-professional comfortability with me that you feel like you can ask me these kind of questions you know I don't ask you where you go to get your hair cut I don't ask you why you have blue eyes I don't ask you why you decide to wear a shirt on some days and, a, and not a shirt on other days so what makes you think you can comment on the way my hair is you know um or you know if i decided not to wash my hair that day why why you know what makes you think you can ask me that kind of question i think it's that kind of like 
it's a level of ignorance and i think it 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 is you know i think there's a difference between being curious and being rude Mm -hmm. you know i think the way he did it um was a little bit intrusive it was in a room full of people it was in like a um, quite an intimate space and i just felt awkward and i think when you're put in a position where you're almost like backed into a corner you're like how do i answer this question like you know i know how i did my hair everybody in my community knows how i did my hair but nobody in the environment i'm in knows why i did my hair like this you're kind of you're questioning things about yourself and i think that's when it becomes a microaggression is when the aggressor literally puts you into a position where you almost forget like i don't know how to explain it like you you just feel so uncomfortable um so i think it's more like the fine line isn't it it, there is a fine line like i think if he you know for whatever reason said pulled me to the side and said i really love your hair like can you I, i know like this might be a bit I don't know um of a strange question but how did you do it I would have happily mm-hmm. pulled him to th- like I would have said this is it's quite a regular thing in my community like, like quite a few people do their braids I don't know where it originates from I don't know why why it happens but I can tell you my my own experience mm-hmm. of like wearing braids and wearing protective hairstyles and I would have gone through through what I know but I think it was the fact that like it wasn't in an intimate setting and it felt as though I was being um targeted for like not just being the only black girl in um in my workplace but being the only person with braids you know so it was yeah it was it was an interesting experience i wouldn't you know if you if if you need to ask questions about somebody and you know some something about someone you should do it in a way that is respectful to them you know regardless of whether you're black white asian whatever like if you don't know something about someone respect the fact that you don't know it and they may not want to answer it either so yeah no, it's true because it's like as in it's kind of like it's like a sort of like micro insult like you can't yeah, yeah. it's like you're sitting there thinking like is is he being like is he like is he being rude or is he like is he genuinely curious yeah but it's like and the fact that you have to be put into that position is like so unfortunate because it's almost like now the spotlight's on you yeah and really like people then pay attention more attention to the way you respond to what he said rather than the way that he's like come across well yeah you. yeah and i think in a lot of those situations actually you find that like nobody says anything yeah like i think like <laughs> you find yourself defending yourself a lot but no one's no one really says anything in the room either because as much as it's awkward for you is is awkward for everyone else in the room too i think i think that's what like enhances the fact that it is a microaggression that just no one knows how Mm. to respond to what it is that you've asked because you know it's kind of out of place so i think it's a thing of time and the place Mm. yeah and i feel like in your in your case and a lot of a lot of cases it's always the wrong time and the wrong place and the wrong way you know it's not the question is not like if somebody asks me why i wear wigs or why i got my wig or is, is it real hair like it's not a question it's how you ask how it you, where yeah, you ask course. it and you know because like some people like as you say is in the intimate space and there's other people especially i would say i say white people they ask that i would say not to make an excuse but they ask that because they're in a space where there's other people and they probably don't you know some people are curious but they find it uncomfortable to actually just by themselves mm. so they feel protected by having other mm, people there true, but yeah. don't understand that as they feel protected now you are exposed oh you're you know? unprotected you're basically, not protected yeah. because you're exposed and you feel like you have like four different people as i say four different people that have a very similar culture and similar uh, way of seeing what braids is to you and there's probably the completely opposite of what you know what it is mm. and now you're like why do you have to ask me now yeah why do i have to respond to it now why is it and especially if you're in a position um of where you're talking about work 
Mm. So you're talking about my work, like, why do you (laughs) need to know how the hell I do my braids where I work? Just inappropriate. Yeah. Mm. If you're, like, after work and, like, having drinks and Mm. it's like, yeah, you know, I wonder, like, how do you do your work? Like, Mm. I've served, it's nice, I just, uh, your your hair, Mm. I want to know how you do it. Mm. That's different. You're in a comfortable Mm. and it's not a work, you're not Mm. a work. I don't think how you do your work, your Mm. hair has nothing to do with shouldn't be a conversation to be had in a work premises mm. and in terms of like microaggression i think people need to just stop immediately you know like <laughs> stop. immediately just stop you know but i'm not even talking about people doing it because there's gonna be a lot of ignorant people or people and in ignorant does not mean in a negative way so if you don't know something you you don't you're an ignorant if mm. you you want to get to know something there are gonna be people that are gonna ask questions but if you feel uncomfortable, people need to start speaking up because there's no point of you not saying nothing smart through it and come and say, oh my God, do you know I went to work? No, you stop them immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Like when I was used to be younger, this is obviously not architecture based, but when I, I lived in Italy, uh, the Italians um, pronounce C, chi, and people used to call me Chindi. <laughs> oh. That is not my name. You know, because if uh, I say a giovanni comes to the uk you're not gonna call him john because that's the english version Mm -hmm. his name is giovanni so those are the and they'll be like oh you know because that's how we say it's not an excuse when somebody when you feel uncomfortable when somebody um mispronounce your name that that is one thing i can understand Mm -hmm. because when it comes to spelling big other names they have the vim it's it's not about not even make the people don't make an effort mm. people just say uh, mm. I, I, I just can't do it so mm. i get on with it do you understand what i mean people need to address things straight away do not wait because mm. if you wait they're gonna go on to be Continue the next to person do yeah. to do that mm. and it's it's a cycle somebody does when you feel like somebody's made a, a comment that makes you uncomfortable a comment that questions your culture a comment that makes you feel some type of way yeah. you need to just shut it down quickly in the most respectful manner respectfully but <laughs> respectfully yeah. no yeah. respectfully <laughs> don't do that again <laughs> and like do you know what i'm saying like, like yeah. you know because people like i feel like a lot of just minorities feel like they can't speak up about things yeah. that bothers them because they feel like we have been labeled as the problematic people people mm-hmm. that always yeah. have something to say about mm-hmm. but yeah, you just yeah have to swallow um, everything you know mm-hmm. but yeah you know what i take it i am problematic let's let's get the problems out <laughs> <laughs> my problem is that you're not saying my name yeah. properly. Problem is you. my problem <laughs> yeah, you know like you my, my problem, problem is that this and this and that so it's fine i don't mind being labeled as a problematic mm. uh, or you know when they label you the angry black woman why they if you have an mm. issue, I will say it. And that's just that. I will say it. Mm. And th- when I say it, then it becomes your problem. Mm. Because I've said it. If mm. you want to be disrespectful. How you, you choose to react to it. You know, your that's problem. your problem. You know, it's not it's not your problem saying it that it bothers you. So I feel yeah. like in general, in if you get microaggression, just shut it down. It doesn't matter if it's your colleague. It doesn't matter if it's your boss. You, there's, it's all, what matters is how you say it obviously yeah. respectfully but you can definitely say because people sometimes are very ignorant on what they they're how they're acting it and what the re- your reaction might be mm-hmm. so that's how yeah start mm-hmm. yeah. well i mean you mm-hmm. kind of like <laughs> answered my second question which was literally like how do you overcome the fear of like appearing as an aggressor mm-hmm. and i think like you're with you like you you know that you would shut it down with others i think mm. especially when you don't feel protected um you kind of just kind of go back into the shadows in the sense of you don't like you don't want to like hurt anyone's feelings mm. or you're scared that your like job will be on the line if you mm. speak or s- if you speak differently which is like mm. all but at the end of the day like your identity is really important to you and i think you should hold that close because jobs come and go people come and go mm. but what stays there is you yeah. And if you don't hold true to that, like, and no one's going to take you seriously or mm. appreciate that side of you. Yeah. So what are you? Just a vessel in, Espe- like, a building? Especially or? with, like, microaggressions. It's mm. like, yeah. if the way it makes someone feel is, like, like you're abnormal. Yeah. Which is not yeah. correct. Yeah, like, no, just because you're, you come from a different faith or from a different culture, from a different country, 
whatever it is just because you are different like it, you shouldn't be made to feel like who you are is strange because then you're questioning yourself and er, like your whole dna and everything about yourself and that's for people who don't understand that's how it that's how it feels mm. it's like you're questioning absolutely everything about yourself and even like your family even it's just like yeah why is why my hair this texture this? yeah why do i feel the need to change my hair i'm not gonna lie every time i've had like a microaggression usually it's to do with my hair and the way i, I wear it yeah and there's a that's a conversation in itself but like i think yeah. that's the m- the main problem if they mispronounce your name because it sounds different mm. or something like that it's just like it, it sounds weird to you but like where i'm from mm. is normal so mm. you shouldn't you shouldn't be asking it's a tone and the way you do it if you're genuine but i feel like most people will be able to tell if someone's really not doing it out of spite or malice mm. you know what i mean and normally we don't have a problem like mm. addressing or saying something like that we might even joke around with it but at the same time like just no watch yourself <laughs> Have you guys ever been like in a situation <laughs> where Naomi's coming? <laughs> <laughs> you if you're not if you're not sure, don't say anything. Yeah. Have you ever been in a situation where like, say for example, okay, you're one of few like minority ethnicities in your workplace, and someone starts to tell you about their their other. Uh, don't do mean don't ever start a sentence I've like got that. another Moroccan friend I do. Oh, oh, I know someone from Morocco. I absolutely hate that. Yeah. Like, oh, you know yeah, what like, yeah, like my neighbour from Nigeria. Yeah, yeah. Oh no. my God. I had like my Nigerian Nigerian back at uni. Literally like, um, someone was like, oh, you're the first Muslim I met. Are you from Pakistan? Oh, oh my God. That's never funny. That's never funny. You just, look, you just have to laugh why you don't laugh you cry it's like uh, thing is with me i just laugh because i'm just like how can you like literally it's my way of dealing with it but i'm just like how can you like literally how can you make those two connections like that i mean just because maybe the majority of muslims in the uk are from a pakistani background not even Maybe I don't know. Is it? No, no you're giving them too much credit. No, no. no you're giving them too much credit. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying, as in, from. like, yeah. as in, I'm saying, even if it was, yeah. Yeah. like, it's not, like, that's not a good enough excuse for you to be like, oh yeah, but like, that's that's those are the only people I've been around, and it's almost like a lot of people that like have this sort of ignorance. They categorize people. Mm-hmm. So if you're black, you're like this. Mm. If you're Muslim, you're like this. Mm-hmm. You're like that. They don't mm-hmm. seem like it's almost like everyone's in their own little box, and you don't. You're you're not anywhere out of that, um, which is so messed up. Mm. And I did like, as in, I think one of the ways um, I did have a look. I was curious. Is like, how can you deal with? How can you respond to these kind of things? Because it's very like it's very complex. It is complex, yeah. It's really, it's a really complicated moment, and it's like one of those moments where you have to like think on your feet, Mm. in terms of like how do you respond, Mm. like what's the right way, and I just want to see if you guys sort of agree with like these. I found this online. I just want to know if you guys can agree. Like even you guys out there, comment Mm. if you agree Um, (laughs) with some of them. We want some debates out there. so one of them is like restate or paraphrase the saying i think i heard you saying this that no. correct no. i know i heard you say exactly. because yeah. then you're already you're you're accepting it you, it's not even acceptance you're already trying to accommodate for how yeah they exactly yeah. you them can say it politely but you don't have to be like i think just be like you said this and then they're this is how i you're felt helping them why you don't trust yeah, them. yeah. 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 <laughs> you're helping them that's like you did no. I hear you say next? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> so that's a no. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sorry. Express your feelings. So basically, saying when you did whatever comment or behavior, I felt this kind of way, and I would like you to. Stop. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> no. yeah. I think that's Stop. the most direct and the I, most. Yeah. That's the most like. I think. I think it depends on your personalities. To be honest, that's probably how I'd approach it. I don't yeah. feel the need to embarrass someone else just because I feel embarrassed. I would just say, "Can we like have this conversation like another time?" I call them to the side yeah. after we're out of the situation. Be like, "Look, I'm not gonna lie. You made me feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. And we, if you want to know more about me, talk to me on an intimate level. Let's go and have lunch together. Do you know what I mean? Like, ask me questions then. But 
when we're working, let's talk about work. And if you want to get to know me, we can you can get to know me outside of work. Like if yeah. that's if that's really what you want, I don't, I don't think you do. <laughs> like you want to know more about my hair because you're just being a bit intrusive right now but if you actually wanted to get to know me on a on a more personal level then i'll be happy to share Mm. outside of work but not in the working environment catch you outside catch me outside outside. (laughs) by the reception (laughs) (laughs) um let me see pretend you don't understand <laughs> that is never the answer. That's quite funny. No, but I can't that's, that's, Cause, cause you, make, that's like a quick exit. Like I think that's kind of funny because you make them feel stupid. Yeah, yeah. it's what? like you're like you know, oh, if, like if they say your name wrong, it's like who are you talking to? Like, that's not like that's not me. I think wait, I what, think what, what was the example? The natural expression of you just like. Well, I was like, <laughs> why is that funny? Like, <laughs> like pretending or like I don't get it. Like basically trying to make like that put, making them like, like elaborate. It's petty, but I like it's, petty. It. <laughs> it's, it's very petty. <laughs> the is, they deserve it's it petty. at the end of the day. It's like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure. here for it. I feel like these different answers might be for different scenarios. scenarios. Yeah. Yeah. Like you could do that with someone you're close to. Yeah. Yeah. Not close to, but like. I feel like it's petty, but it's not to the point. Yeah. And when it comes to these things, like. Maybe not at work. You know, like, you can be petty, like, say, you can be petty, say, there's more i'll give you an example mm-hmm. yeah i you come and i meet your friend and your friend asks me a question you know, yeah and i feel like oh my god this is a bit of a microaggression i can be petty with your friend because it's like a familiar but if it's like my boss mm. I'm, I'm gonna tell you straight up like i don't like that yeah. i don't like that but i would say probably like hmm? well if it's your friend or somebody that is like i don't know how to explain it i don't know how to explain it mm. i feel like with a place depends on more the informal yeah mm. more formal you need to make it um, clear. clear especially if you're around people especially yeah. when you're around mm. people because the worst thing that can happen is somebody being in the room at work and making your hair a conversa- a topic of conversation, conversation that or making anything like mm. or you're saying you praying uh, a topic of conversation in a workplace where yeah. it's not needed yeah do you understand what yeah. I'm saying? But like, if it's someone more familiar, like when a group of friends, like group everyone, group of friends, and even between friends which are different cultures, sometimes you do get people make com- ignorant comments. That in, in that instant, I, I would be more. Uh, my approach would be more like a petty approach. Like, what did you say? What did that? Did that? Ha- yeah, like because you're in a right? you're in a more safe space. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But in a formal, if it's your work, and it could also be kind of problematic or dangerous because then they could you're labeled yeah that's it you could Mm. now be labeled because you're giving attitude or you know depending on the way that you've responded Mm. in in a kind of like because you you've not been clear in saying that i do not like this especially if you're in a work Mm. in a work environment Mm. and now it's kind of like oh now you're kind of giving attitude and like mm. being and then you feel marginalized and and then yeah. and then they could they could weaponize that and use it against you they're it's saying crazy. like look yeah, every like time we yeah, comment on say something like you have this kind of energy it's like oh they won't trust you to complete like certain tasks that then would involve like like that's just so it's mad. just it's just a problem it's best, so it's so best to leave it so how do you approach boundaries. it then i think as like cindy yeah, was saying boundaries. you like there's a time and place i mm. think if you're in a moment and you're with like a loads of people mm. i think sometimes it's quite difficult because at the same time you kind of want to like you want to get the message across not to that person but to the, the, the people around them people like around to know them, yeah. for them to for also them to be aware of mm. you feeling uncomfortable so then they can also take a mental note and be like mm. you know what i won't do that because mm. i just like I won't, I won't address it in that way. But it's kind of like I think in a friendship setting, it's probably you could do that. Mm. In a work setting, I think it would help to pull that person yeah. aside. Yeah. Um, I think it's not up to you to like make everyone else know how to deal with the situation. Mm-hmm. I think once it happens, you address it. Mm. Um, maybe pulling them aside at another time. I think in that moment, it's almost like 
it's like temporarily taking it on the chin let's say mm. at that moment like you're not taking it on the chin but you're like you're gonna take it off the chin basically <laughs> i also think though like maybe to be honest i don't know if you guys agree but i think everyone in your practice also has just social responsibility yeah if you see something that seems out of place and you can see someone feels uncomfortable you should definitely say something yeah. like if i so for example um again i'm not gonna mention any names or anything but there was a girl um who I was working with who was fasting and at that time you know it was end of the month um some people wanted to go for drinks I said oh why don't you come for drinks I said she's fasting like she's fasting <laughs> what do you mean us. and she doesn't drink Jinx. so yeah. you know in all uh, like to firstly even ask her the question when you know she's fasting you know you don't go and offer her like something to eat you don't go and ask her do you like do you want something from the, like do you know what i mean like it's just being courteous and being aware and being present and you know like it's not something like microaggressions are not just things you mm. just forget or you, it's just a like a passing comment kind of thing like mm. if you know if you made a mistake about something because we, we do all make mistakes like you'll say something that's probably a bit like oh god i shouldn't have said that like mm. oh, i completely forgot and you you correct yourself like you say i shouldn't have said that but also everyone around you can hear and see how that person feels in that moment in time and i think if you can see and if they're not you know um confident enough to stand up for themselves you should stand up for them you know because i think we've all been in a position where we feel like you know taken back a bit and the the response is not always immediate like you know i mean you're not always gonna think sometimes you think Hmm, how do I respond to that? Am I thinking or acting out of place? Yeah. You know, but I think yeah. if if someone else can see it too, then you're not um, thinking or acting out of place. Actually, yeah. your response is is correct. You yeah, know, yeah. so because I think, like for instance, like what I get a lot, especially during Ramadan, is like, oh, like oh, I feel sorry for you, and it's like, but I chose to do this, and I love what I do as my like religious practice, like why do you feel sorry for me like what is it oppressive to me like you get all these questions in your head and and you can easily get riled up and think oh like they think i'm like this oppressed like muslim that you know that muslims are like sort of portrayed in the media and my response was no like no i like no i'm why do you feel sorry for me like no Mm. i I like i'm i'm i chose to do this i'm happy to do this and like you know this is like i would one of my responses my go-to one is like this is the best time of year for us muslims yes yeah because and in that response you make that clear that they're wrong like rather than me being silent and then them going home thinking yeah poor best man like do you know what i mean like i don't want it's also my responsibility for to make it no i take it as my responsibility for yeah. others to know yeah. that i love my faith mm. you know like i see myself as like a representative of who i am and the same with every other like every other race or every other religion so yeah i mean like mm. we'll just move on to the next segment which is um so recently i asked you guys you know once 100 viewers <laughs> um on sharing your sort of stories and we obviously like they're anonymous we we don't know who they are so that's kept safe um so i'm gonna read out one for now and so i'll just read it out um so i'm a 24 year old female working in property project management i'm understandably young but i think i'm a good I'm good at my job. I've done my part one. Last week, um, I had a call scheduled with a female lawyer, lawyer who I estimate to be in her late 50s. Before the call, my boss says to me, oh, you know, she doesn't like you. Hope the call goes well. I, I'm shocked and I ask, what, why, why didn't she like me? And he says, because you're young, she feels that you're not qualified for the job and you don't know what you're doing. Ever since, I've realized she's been treating me like my boss's PA. She leaves me messages. She leaves messages for him on my voicemail. She sends me emails asking about his schedule. How do I handle this? Um, yeah. So that's one. Um, um, can I? Yeah. Go um, ahead. <laughs> first of all, 
That was heavy. Yeah, Okay, so first and foremost, she's been ageist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's just that mainly what it is, really. Yeah. It's not even like a microaggression mm. thing. This is just to literally just being yeah. ageist. Like, and I, I just think, first of all, she shouldn't take it to heart. Um, you know, she's in a position where she's at for a reason. Um, and she has the degree. She has the the talent to be there. So she shouldn't let what she feel, how she feels, affect how she's doing at work. Because at the end of the day, people like that are just sad people. Really, I would just say sad per- person who thinks in order for someone to have mm. respect in a in a place of work they have to have 25 years of experience mm. no you don't have to have the 25 years of experience you're there to learn they also did the same process and mm. if everyone thought the way she did then she wouldn't have been where she is everyone starts somewhere everyone starts from a place where they're gonna be in a, a trainee they then they're gonna be in practice where they're gonna be the new person the person mm. that does mistakes the person that's always asking 200 questions but it's a process everyone goes to the process so do not let your process be stopped or delayed or slowed down by someone that is already up there that wouldn't uh, mm. has probably forgotten what it feels like being in a, in a new job mm. yeah. at 24 years trying to make it trying to start up your career so i would just say to the viewer mm. don't listen to her do <laughs> yeah. your thing and to your boss <laughs> boss is not doing his job or he's job. not doing yeah. his job he should be reassuring you and telling you no, reassuring the woman and 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 yeah telling the woman he, putting he her in her place in a respectful way like hey no i i hired this woman and yeah. she's good at what she does and you know like directly message her not me yeah. she's not a pa like Absolutely. that's his job yeah. you know but at the end of the day you uh-huh. know what some people are just so hard to change me i wouldn't even care if my boss if my boss said sent her the email or not i would want my boss to say mm. listen i trust mm. you i know what you're yeah. doing yeah. because at the end of the day she's not even working for her exactly she's working for the boss so the boss yeah. needs to be like listen telling her oh she doesn't like you good luck what, what does that do for her what mm. does that yeah, it's yeah. knocking her confidence down mm. idiot anyway <laughs> <laughs> what you should do believe in yourself you're in a position for a reason you're doing well don't let any karen come and stop your progress yeah so just keep doing you and your uh, boss should do that and also forward your boss her emails just don't even reply through. just send them straight to him <laughs> if she's <laughs> if she's asking like where's his schedule where's this just forward them to mm. him like look this is your email reply yeah cc as per my previous email they can see all, all the whole yeah. thread mm. Mm-hmm. oh yeah somebody's looking for you please <laughs> yeah, yeah, somebody's looking for you yeah. no. but seriously this woman sounds like it sounds it sounds very familiar like she sounds inflexible in her role mm-hmm. she sounds like she's been there for a very long time and she's like a billy. from yeah for she's sure. from the generation where um you need to work hard and there's no working smart you just work hard and mm-hmm. i think um when she like she the fact that she can see you're very successful you're clearly very successful in where you are um she probably was would have never been in that position at your age and now she's in a position she's she's in a position where she doesn't want to be and she can see where you are where you want to be and you're happy and i think there's there's definitely a sense of jealousy there um there's a there's there is a microaggression not even micro just a pure that's aggression i'm pretty so. sure um isn't there like if it got to it legally she shouldn't be doing that no she shouldn't yeah. it's not in her right? job it's not that's in her job age description. discrimination against to me no. and you should yeah you should definitely take it to a senior level like if you think that this and you know it's not being unprofessional because she's being unprofessional yeah, like absolutely. by making you feel out of place because of the role you're in if she feels that you can't do the job properly that's different mm-hmm. but if she's you know she said she doesn't like you, you because you're young right young. and ha- liking you that's liking so you has nothing to do with a job role so that's out mm. of her job description number one number two you take it to, to senior level if you have a senior level anyway you should definitely take it to senior mm. level um she just she's old no no but like it happens like in, in a lot of different job roles especially when there's when mm. there's career progression and people have been working there for 20 plus years they find themselves like you know sort of um 
oh, I don't know how to explain it. I know what you like, mean. The word's like, not coming to me. Yeah, they find themselves <laughs> almost stagnant. Not even no, not stagnant. Um, threatened, almost threatened, by um, them potentially getting to their role or not even that. Like, like they they feel like they 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 own their role. Like they they are the only person that can do their role to the extent that they've done it because they have been there for so long. Mm-hmm. They're not open to change. They're not open to flexibility because the way they do it is the best way it could possibly done and when you get to that point there's there's that's no wiggle problem. room for anyone else that's it so her problem yeah she should keep that to herself is you know she should come especially in a professional in a professional like do you know yeah there's, uh, there's a lot all of us work with people that we might like and might not like yeah all mm. right and for different reasons, even reasons where sometimes you think, you know in yourself, it's like, that's no valid reason not to like that person, but mm-hmm. you just don't mm. like them. Yeah. It's not because of that. Now, when I'm writing an email, it's like, well, do this, do that, do that. Regardless. Regardless. <laughs> you know, you, you, you keep it professional. You keep yeah. it professional. At the end of the yeah. day, she's in a position, whether you like it or you not, whether she got there faster than you or mm. not. Yeah. We are all there. At the end, it's like getting a degree. At the end of it, no one is going to ask you how long it took you to get a degree. You just have it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but yeah, to be honest, it's true. And I I just hope that doesn't happen with our generation that like, you know, you see, because it it will happen. The the generation after us are going to be richer than us, guaranteed. And I hope that like, you know, by that point, we won't find people in our generation bitter and jealous of that generation because of what they have managed to achieve with the knowledge that they have acquired because of their experience Mm. do you know what i mean because that is what this woman has done so i feel like learning how to network and um kind of um, connect with people who are not your age group is such a valuable skill you know Mm. it's not you don't need to connect with uh, connect with people who are your age like you need to connect with people who are like-minded to you and Mm. this woman is not like i had like r- from reading this like i had like a like i've remembered a situation that i had yeah in retail once yeah where one customer was like so rude to me and i was just like you know what if you're not happy with me serving you um like i was like i will no longer serve you because you are being disrespectful towards me like that should be translated in different other mm. like in other like places mm. like if you're not happy with me then go find someone else to work with mm. like because i'm not gonna allow mm. i'm not gonna allow that mm. that kind of attitude yeah you know like especially in a professional environment yeah. like i'm beyond that mm. and when you make that clear then no one would even dare to mm. try to like cross that boundary with mm. you um it's hard especially when you're young and you're a young professional working yeah. like you know you're gonna have to try and prove yourself because a lot of people are gonna be like you're you're fresh Mm. to this like you don't really know what you're doing Mm. and all these things so you already know that you're trying to like counter like you know like some Mm. some certain people's views of how you are and how you would work which is a very difficult thing Mm. for anyone to do Mm. especially if you're young but then also like it's forgot my point <laughs> we'll come back like, you know so. when you say when you're a young professional you don't even have to say i'm young you say i'm a professional yeah. like why do i have to mention we know i'm young you can see you can see my skin glistening like you know i'm a <laughs> young pro- you know that, i'm professional that's what i was also gonna say i think like the whole like ages thing is a power play of course mm-hmm. it is because it's just like clearly that regardless of like how talented you, you probably can do the job better do you yeah. know what I mean? Because of just like how you're educated and the way you grow up and yeah, like your work absolutely. ethic and all these things, you probably do it ten times faster. Even you'll probably get to her position in like no time. I think that's why they're mad. And that's why they're angry. <laughs> so it's just like the only thing that they can hold over you is that I've got more experience. I've got more. I've got more years on this planet. It's like okay, well but what, well like, what are you? What, what are you doing you, like, with that? that so don't take any. <laughs> I I wouldn't take it to heart because like it's just them. Be, feeling threatened at the end of the day mm. and there's nothing there's there's no substance there like mm. we've got nothing to worry about yeah. we're good cc that email forward 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 yeah no yeah. but uh, it's, it's, yeah i'm just sorry for whoever that is to go through that like it's uh, it's, it's a really mm. difficult position but uh, hopefully our advice helps you next dilemma <laughs> <laughs> next one okay I think I have time for just one more. 
Um, okay. So working in architecture as a working class black woman has been so triggering it literally gives me anxiety. I don't think I'll go back for my part two. I'm considering a career change into tech. I'm always the only black person, the only woman and the youngest person at my startup. I'm made to feel as if I should be super grateful I even have this job and have been told by my boss, do you really think you'll become an architect? What are the odds of that? Architecture isn't designed for the working class. It's all about connections. If you do qualify, you need to have connections in order to be able to get projects. So you'll be a poor architect. How many black female architects do you know? You're better off going into another field. This is what he. This is what you she's been told. That. Okay, this is another aggression. Not even a microaggression. That's not a microaggression. <coughs> so this is like that segment was literally like what was told to her. When I mentioned, when I no sorry, let's just scroll down. Give me a moment. Oh my god. I'm triggered already. I'm so, so triggered. triggered. Like the audacity. You said that to her face. It's when I'll be throwing hands for you. <laughs> 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 I'll be throwing hands for you. Oh, Guys, I'm so sorry. I can't the seem to kick up These are the times when you know you have composure because when like Compo- listen. <laughs> Whilst listen. we finish you you f- you find level. the rest, I just wanna say, baby girl <laughs> I hear you. Okay, we hear you very loud. But please do not let any low lie tell you what you can or what you can't do that is up to you there are listen in this world yeah there are gonna be so many things and so many people that are gonna try to stop you Mm -hmm. from getting where you need to get they're gonna Mm -hmm. tell you you ain't gonna listen i don't know many black architects but who cannot tell you that you're gonna be the next black Mm -hmm. architect you're gonna be the next big thing yep yep. don't come in it's not about who we know and who we don't know it's about what you want and what you want to be and what you can do mm. so babes if if you don't feel supported in that firm there are m- thousands and millions of firms that are encouraging diversity encourage black women progression mm. and even if, if they don't listen you just have to close your eyes close your ears mm. and just go go for it because for you for someone to make you feel like i see your first three years that you've worked so hard to achieve your degree mm. and makes you feel like you're not gonna go for the part two that is i feel you because that's exactly what happened to me mm. but that's not the point but i believe in you and i believe that you're gonna achieve everything you put your mindset to he's evil he does he don't want to <laughs> he's evil he's first evil. and foremost i don't even know if i can carry on because the next bit's just just no no continue continue i'm gonna cut yeah. somebody else Go on. <laughs> No, it's still the same person. But when I mentioned I went to a black females in the architecture event, he said you need to go to, uh, <laughs> need to go to females in architecture event. That's how you'll progress. What can black females teach you? They're attending the, the event for the same reason you are. Oh my god, I'm trying to find another job <sighs> as soon yes. as possible. But I'm but not gonna lie, this experience has stripped my confidence. Oh Who's my. this guy? First of all, yeah, like, honestly, we need to this go. person needs to be called out. Yeah, first of all, they need to tell us who, who the is that guy is, <laughs> so we don't send no other messages at one to one hundred. You literally DM directly. us. No, we need to expose <laughs> these people because this is, this is concerning. This is concerning. Listen, no, that's, that's very yeah. problematic. What position is he in? That's very scary. That's obviously He's racist. I ain't gonna lie. He's racist. Okay, that is damn racist. He's not even. Ah, uh, don't suffer black. He's a racist. If you look pure. like an op, yeah. if you're watching this, you are a racist. He must be. He nah, must be but him. He's I a really racist. I appreciate the person for sharing. Yeah, um, you know what? Writing that must have just been like, even my heart just feels tight. Like, it's just. <laughs> I'm clenching my teeth. But yeah, like, <laughs> no means even grinding because she's not going to have any teeth yeah. by the end of the episode. But. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm But <laughs> it's just mad. Like, thank you for sharing that because yeah. I'm sure, like, there's so many people that can definitely relate to how you're maybe not even to that extent but like something on the scale of that and just feel like they're in a position where they can't be moved and the fact that you do have to feel grateful to be in a you don't have to feel grateful you earned your position because you are a working professional and if yeah. you want to move you can move but this guy in his in his position of leadership should not be in a position of leadership because he doesn't have any of the skills you need to be in a position of leadership like you need to be um, compassionate, you need to be supportive, and he's none of those things. And I think if you're running a practice as a director or as a manager, you need 
you need to accommodate for the people that work for you and if if he doesn't serve you mentally as well as financially then you you need to go you need to make a decision for yourself and leave and he uh, if you want to amplify him to a like on a larger scale report him to the arb report him to riba he doesn't need to be in that position because yeah, he does also doesn't deserve well. to be yeah, in a position well. so no, that's like that's well. only yeah. you know that's only like if you want to do it but if you if you're making a decision for yourself leave like yeah she said you she know. was looking for jobs yeah I, just i agree get with that. Out you need there. to leave they yeah. don't respect you yeah. and whilst you're there don't listen to them don't take anything to heart because that's like if you have that attitude let's say i don't know if he's like her boss whatever but like if you think that like black women or black people in general have nothing to offer then why would you even bother to hire it's a, it was yeah. a diversity hire. it was a diversity like do you know what i mean yeah. it's like that. what is this not only yeah that, guys it's not only that because what they want to do is to suck the talent out of you use you use you yeah. use you and whilst they're using you they're taking your confidence away they're doing this and this so you get to the point where you f- you finish your you're in a contract now you finish your your first year of experience and now you're not going back you're not going back because some idiot with no no self-respect for himself first and foremost because if you have respect for yourself you wouldn't utter those words Mm -hmm. and no respect for themselves to come and stop them from doing things listen and you go to black uh, female events because you are in an environment where you are with women that understand your daily struggles daily like-minded understand the daily struggles that you are going through to support yourself to support each other so that we can make it to that finish line that finish line where everyone and all the environments gives us all the odds that we are not going to get there we support each other to get to that finish line that finish line does not necessarily mean becoming an architect doesn't mean necessary but that finish line to me as the one to a hundred podcast i just feel like females in the built environment whereas whether it's an environment where there's men are the main people that succeed and it's not only like men mm. this guy is like white men then comes the white women then comes the black man then there comes the black woman mm. positions where black females are the last and the position where black females are are seen as not good enough and not well, mm. i'm not gonna get there mm. that's why you go to this um this event so that you have a community and understand that you're mm. not by yourself mm-hmm. you gotta go and not only you have to go you gotta report him first and foremost and you need to not let this well, don't let this listen guy to get this guy does it seem like a serious candidate? <laughs> no. It's not a serious Why candidate. would you take advice yeah. from that guy? Why would you yeah. let him? Well, of course, I understand. It's hard. It's hard being I'm a black female yeah. in this in this environment. Mm. But no, I think you some... Do you know what? You can't let the devil whisper things in your ear. Listen, I think some, <laughs> gu- some guys come across as... Not some guys, sorry. Some um, managers and directors come across as like a saviour type of thing. That I've seen yeah. it. Like, you're lucky a, like yeah, like you're... Yeah, not, you're they wouldn't explicitly say you're lucky to be here, but the actions and the way they may place you on certain projects and the conversations that you might have will seem as though you're lucky to be here kind of thing. Like you're lucky to be working with us type of thing. And if you, you know, if you feel like that, then are you, are you in the right place of work? No, you're not. You know? Also the fact that um, what he's trying to say is that there's no room for black people to be in the profession. And I just say, do not listen to that bullshit, honestly. Because even if ever the world says there's no room for you, you make that you room make for yourself. Room. Yeah. Yeah. Because if it's, if it's something that you want to do and you truly love and you enjoy, you'll make that space for yourself. Absolutely. You'll insert yeah. yourself there. You'll make 100%. your voice known, and you'll and you and you ensure that everyone else who is in that same boat as you is on that same platform. And that's why you go to those events. Those that's why they exist. Is is not only is it for you to feel empowered but it's also a reminder of your identity and that you don't compromise that essential part of yourself to any profession you don't water it down you don't you don't put it in a corner you don't i don't know you don't do any changes to yourself in order for mm. you to be accepted because you come as you are and who you are is perfect and that's all it is that's not sorry just really quickly off the back of that I actually remember when I was in undergrad, um, 
my tutor told me that I'm not going to be an architect. I'll be something similar who works with people. But I won't be an architect. I was I like, exactly who she was talking about. We, are, we ain't going to say names. I was so. like, so like, why, like, why have you forecasted my future? I don't even know what it is. But how do you know? Like, you know, he's like, no, 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 not like that. But like, you know, you work, you do something similar, but probably not that. I said. Everyone he's the same guy who told our friend another friend who works in the practice as well that she will never mm. graduate and she will never even when she graduates she's never gonna get a fixed job so and look how God what people project onto your future yeah yeah don't, that's what he said do, exactly do not in in this industry don't don't be blind to the sight that people will try to project their mm -hmm. opinions onto your future it's very common yeah. but you you now need to make a decision if you haven't before you now need to make a decision for your career and you need to say this is something i want to do these are my plans and this is how i'm going to get there and you're going to find obstacles on the way like big 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 mm -hmm. obstacles in senior positions and you need to overcome these obstacles in the way that suits you best by continuing to go to the black females and architecture events because they make you feel safe mm -hmm. by continuing to listen to podcasts that make you feel heard and by continuing to boost your ego and boost um boost your your confidence in a way that that helps helps you to grow as a person you know you are supported in like all shapes and forms like please don't base your um your the future of your life your career on on this one um, one person or one incident. So most of the time, she's not just one incident. <laughs> no, it's yeah. not. Yeah. Please but, send but us still keep the fight. Yeah. yeah, and send us your portfolio. I'm sure the girls doing masters. Yeah. Or how to and the yeah, girls doing the apprenticeship. We'll help you. We will get you a new place. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. we there are people hiring all the time, and you know, even for me that I don't do architecture anymore. She sends me places hiring every <laughs> two days. Every two days. She will send no, me Naomi's good at that. Though. She's very she professional with it. Well. Yeah. It's not like she, she messages. Me. Yes, she's, always, she's always sending me places that they're hiring. It's just like, yeah. I know you, you're not ready to get back in, but if you are, they are hiring. This is hiring. Like, if you, you <laughs> have to leave because we know that any anyone can be successful if they put their all into it and sometimes you need that little encouragement and if you don't get it there you definitely have it here so mm. DM, dm us we're gonna try our best to yeah. put Help you in you a out. position yeah. where you are going to be in a place where you're appreciated and you're gonna be successful and you're gonna cross that line at some point and forget mm. about listen prayer by it's an evil man <laughs> very, very, very evil. Um, I just want to thank everyone that's sent their stories, and I know it must have been really difficult mm. to share share them with us. Um, and we thank you for trusting us to, you know, to to like share them with everyone else. And yeah, I just hope things get better for you, for everyone that's going through difficulties right now, um, facing these issues that are very widespread across all industries and yeah i'm gonna we'll wrap this up <laughs> and yeah best oh my gosh i forgot how to end it it's been such a deep episode like i need to like now go back to like end the episode mode but um but yeah it's a wrap, Follow <laughs> it's a wrap. It's a wrap. like a subscribe like oh yeah <laughs>